Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Eruvin, Daf Memavav Amud Aleph, at the top of the Amud, uh, analyzing our Mishnah, which Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri said, and when a person lies down and falls asleep and wakes up after Shabbat started, he does get 2,000 amot from that location. Chacham disagreed. We do rule that way leniently. reported this Rabbi Shubin Levi's name. So Rabbi asked him, Did you hear Rabbi Shubin Levi rule that way explicitly? Did you infer it? I heard it explicitly. So my klala, what would have been the inference that you thought? also said, We always follow the lenient opinion in Eruv. So maybe you extrapolated from there. So now, why did Rabbi Shimon Levi have to say both things? So Rabbi Zerah, he himself gave the answer. You need them both. If you had the first statement, that I would say that you gain that shvita asleep, even the chumra erasing your original tchum. So Kamash Malan, therefore he said, Allah break up Eruv. We only use it leniently to give you more than four mot. So why don't you say that? So once I know that the rule always follows the lenient opinion, why does he have to say in this case we follow Yochumanuri? So it's the answer is I would have thought, Hani Mili, when do we say that we follow lenient opinion? when it's one tana versus another tana. Or rab makom rabim, or group against a group. Aval yachid makom rabim, but if it's one tana against the chachamim, aim I would say you can't follow his opinion leniently, uh, or in either case, and the Allah is always karabim. That's why we needed this. So I'm only Rav Alabai. Rav turns Alabai and says, Mech te eruvin dorabanan, since after all, the whole uh, enterprise of eruvin is dorabanan. Mali yachid makom yachid, mali yachid makom rabim. Why would I care? If it's an individual against the group, individual against the individual, in any case, if the rule is we follow the kula, we follow the kula. So Mala Rapapa the Ravas, Rapapa turned to him and said, Rabbanan Lashanilan, bin Yachim Makum Yachal, Yachim Makum Rabim, even in a Drabanan, in a Drabanan, you don't think that we distinguish, nonetheless, between when an individual is, is, is stacked up against another individual or against the Rabim. Vyatnan, watch this, Rabbalazar, Merkol, Ishasha, Avru, Allah, Shalosh, Onot, so Mishnah in the first parak of Nida. And if a woman had three onot, means 90 days effectively, without dam, then the next time she sees dam, it's daya shata, and there is no retroactive tumah. This will get the beginning of Nida. Vitanya, ma'asev, ya'asa rebi kerebelazer. One time Rebbe actually ruled that way. And lacharsh in his car, and then he remembered. What did he remember? We don't know. Amar, kadai rebelazer, lishmachalav shatat chak. Rabbalazar is somebody that I can rely on in a time of exigency. So what happened? My What is it that Rabbi remembered? If it's that he remembered that Halacha is against Rabbalazar and she doesn't gain Dayasha Atan, still has two Malamafreya of 24 hours. So how could he say in times of exigency I can rely on him if the rule was against him? What he remembered was that they had never made a ruling either way, not like Rabbalazar, not like Rabbanan. So, Lacharsh in his car, and so what does it remember? It wasn't just Rabbalazar versus, let's say, Rabbi Yehuda, but it was Rabbalazar versus Rabbanan. So, Mark and Rabbalazar, we can rely on him, but otherwise we couldn't, because it's Rabbi. 
Okay, I'm Rabbi Shashaya the Rava. So Rabbi Shashaya came with the same attack again to Rava. Rava, who blithely dismissed the consideration of Yachid versus Rabim, and said, once you said Allah you don't need Allah because the fact that it's Yachid versus Rabim doesn't matter. We would already rule like him. And so Papa attacked him from the Mishnah and Nida and the Brite there. Shashaya the Rava, we have another attack. Again, we don't distinguish between when an individual disagrees with one individual versus the Rabbim. Shmua means when you found out that one of the relatives died recently. We'll see how recently. When you have a Shmua you immediately sit seven days and the rest of the Shloshim, just as if you had buried them yourself. Rechoka, if it's distant, meaning you found out afterwards, we'll find out how long, which later, you have one day of Avelut. So here, what's the definition? If it's within 30 days of the death, or perhaps of the burial, then you then it's called Krova. If it's after Shloshim, that's called Shmua Rechoka, you heard too late, you have one day of Avelut. Divrei Rabbi Akiva. They uh, discount the entire notion of Shmua Rechokah being different. And they say, whenever you find out the relative died, you have Shiva Shloshim. Every time that you find an individual with a lenient opinion, as here with Rabbi Akiva, you follow the Chumrah. Uh, whenever you have the the uh, the many against him, except in this one case, is lenient Why? Something like what Rishon Levi said about Eruv. We always follow, follow lenient opinion in Avelut, and it's a well-known psak of Shmuel. We see it throughout the third parak of Moed Katan. Now. It's only because of special circumstances of Avelut that we are lenient and we follow Rabbi Kiva's opinion against Rabbanan. In general, even though all of Avelut is just about is the Rabbanan, therefore, nonetheless, if it weren't for the special rules of Be'eruv, we would uh, we would say that um, that Halacha follows the Chachamim because it's Rabbim Neged Yachid. Rapapa writes Tarich. So Papa then gives another answer to a problem. Why Yerushim and Levi had to give both Piskei Halacha? Because Rava's answer has been discounted now three ways to Sunday, which is that we do distinguish between Yachid Neged Yachid versus Yachid Neged Rabbim, and therefore we need to say that uh, that Halacha Kiri Yachim But he has another explanation. So when we said Halacha Kediv Meikah Be'eruv, <coughs> we would <coughs> we would think that that only applies to Eruv Chatzerut, which is entirely Durabanan. Be'eruv Etchumin, where there are opinions like Rabbi Kiva that says Doraita, Eimalo, maybe we don't follow the cool opinion. So Tzricha, in our case, is Tchumin. Who says we distinguish between those two kinds of Eruvin for these sort of things? No, and the answer is we do. When it comes to Erev Tchumin, the one for on whose behalf the Erev being set up must know about it in advance. And this how all of our city Erevin are set up, are done whether or not the people themselves know about it. Because you're benefiting them. 
So we see an immediate built-in cooler for Erev Chatzeret over Erev Tchumen. Rashi Amar, it's there, he has another Tzichuta. In other words, Allah didn't make up Eruv might mean when there's an Eruv was already set up, and now the question is, has it been decimated beyond uh, validity? So we take the lenient opinion. Here we're setting up an Eruv, maybe we do not follow the lenient opinion, and therefore we need Allah who says we make that distinction? When we talk about how much food you need, Rabbi Yossi says that opinion is at the beginning. But once the Eruv is already set up, even if there's only a little bit left, then it's enough. There he's talking about Eruv Chatserot. And he says the reason is because Erev Chatserot in a place where they were already made an, uh, a shituf mavuot is only there so kids should know about the halacha, meaning it's not really necessary. Therefore, he's lenient, but we wouldn't say that about about um, about chilat eruv. Okay, now we're going to now talk about some general issues about piskei halacha because we have Rabbi Yochanan versus Rabbanan. We invoked Rabbi Akiva versus Rabbanan, so let's see how it works. Rabbi Kiva versus any one other rabbi, we always were like Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Yossi, whenever he expresses an opinion, that's the halacha. Look in Gittin Samach Gimel, you'll see why. He says, Rabbi like Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi against any one individual, we were like Rabbi. So, what's the implication? He says that's actual for halacha. It means that we incline towards that opinion. It means we favor that opinion. Now we have another uh, hierarchical set. We're going to look at this in detail. And this is among the students of Rabbi Akiva. So the hierarchy is Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir. We haven't mentioned of Shimon yet, the fourth of that foursome. Certainly Rabbi Yossi trumps Rabbi Meir. If Rabbi Meir versus Rabbi Yehuda loses out, Rabbi Yossi, but Mibai certainly loses out to Rabbi Yossi. So I'm going to add in the fourth Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yossi. Why? Rabbi Yehuda versus Rabbi Shimon, we rule like Rabbi Yehuda. That's, by the way, not always true, especially when it comes to the Rashi Kavain and several of the big Shabbat sugiot. But in general, Rabbi Yehuda versus Rabbi Shimon, we rule like Rabbi Yehuda. So if Rabbi Yehuda, who takes a backseat to Rabbi Yossi, still trumps Rabbi Shimon, Hashbakum Rabbi Yehuda later, Makum Rabbi Yossi Mibaya, certainly Rabbi Shimon versus Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon will lose out. So Ibayaluhu now, the two runners up, as it were, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon, my, what if Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon disagree? The answer is Teku. Meaning, there's no decision, and each one has to be seen on its own merit. However, this is a nice little hierarchy where Mishashai comes to bust it up. I'm Rav Shashai, Klali. All these rules don't aren't true. Now Rav Shashai, he just said that and walked away. So what's his source? So we'll try this one. We have a Mishnah in Eruvin. Our Mishnah. What did Rav say? We rule like Rabbi Shimon here. Okay, fine. 
Uman Paligale, but who was the other opinion in our Mishnah? Rabbi Yehuda. So we see Rabbi Shimon versus Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon wins. If I'm right, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Allah, Rabbi Yehuda. Allah is from So you see that these, uh, this whole hierarchy of Rabbi Yochanan is just incorrect. So my kusha, why is this a problem? Maybe Rabbi Yochanan meant that when there is no explicit ruling, then that's the hierarchy to follow. When there's explicit ruling, that's what you follow. If Rav said, Allah, Rabbi Shimon, that's the way we will follow. Elameha. So Rabbi Shashai must have challenged from this. Did none again in Eruv in Yerushal Yachid Rasei Chorabim? Let's say you have a privately owned city that was made public. Marvinet Kula, you can do an Eruv around it. Chorabim Rasei Chorachid, vice versa. In Marvinet Kula, you can't include all of it because now it belongs to the individual. You have to add on the space of a new city in Yehuda. A minimal city has fifty residents. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon Omer, on the other hand, Shalosh Chatzirot Shnei Batim. All you need is three chatzerot of two houses each, much less than fifty. And again, Rav explicitly ruled like Rabbi Shimon. Oman Pali Rabbi Yehuda is the one who disagrees with him. Exactly like we just had. So my kushia, and we have the same exact answer. If Rav said explicitly Rabbi Shimon, fine. Rabbi Yochanan was trying to give us rules for when there is no explicit ruling. So what's Rabbi Shashai bothered about? Try number three. Let me hot. None. And this is again an Eruvid. You left your house, you went to live in another city for Shabbat. Whether you're a Jew or non-Jew, and you left your neighborhood, if you didn't make an Eruv in your, with your house, with your uh, with neighbors, then they can't carry Tivrei Rav Bimeir. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Eno Oser, doesn't prohibit. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Goy Oser, Yisrael Eno Oser. Only a Goy would do that, Dirat Goy Oser, but not Yisrael. Because the Jew is not going to return on Shabbat, therefore he's not there. His presence doesn't exist. Even if he went to his own daughter in another in, in the same city in Oser. The Jew's not coming home on Shabbat. He's gone somewhere else to his daughter's house. All four are involved, and we rule like Rabbi Shimon, who's generally near the bottom of the heap. disagree, and we rule like Rabbi Shimon. So my Again, the same thing. Here you have an explicit ruling by Rav Shimon. So that's why we rule that way. We're trying to find a case where we don't have an explicit ruling. We say that a poor person they can't afford to put food out for an Eruv can walk out there. He said it only works for a poor person. Anybody can do it. The reason they allow you to put food out there is to make it easy for a wealthy person. So they say, so he doesn't have to walk out there on Friday night. He can go out there Friday, put it down, or have a servant put it down, and magically it becomes his residence. who was Rav's son's tutor, taught him, come to Rav in front of Rav, and that he ruled like, uh, like Rabbi Yehuda. And Rav said, add in when you teach him halacha Yehuda, meaning that it wasn't enough to say the halacha like Rabbi Yehuda, you had to say the words halacha Rabbi Yehuda. So Tarti Lamali, why do you make him say both? 
So my kusha Dilma Rav lately on Iklali. So this, by the way, answers all four of the challenges. Maybe Rav doesn't accept these uh, this hierarchy that Rabbi Yochanan suggested, and therefore Rav said, in this case, we were like Rabbi Yehuda, but generally we don't necessarily do so. So that doesn't prove anything. Elamehat it not. So we got to find a case where Rav's not involved. Now we're into Yevama. If you have a Yevama, husband died, unless till there's three months after he died, to make sure he's not pregnant, and that would change everything. True about all women. Husband died, you gotta wait 30, uh, 90 days, or divorce, you gotta wait 90 days for marriage, even for Erusin. Whether they were married or whether they were just betrothed. Whether widowed or divorced. Whether they were betrothed or married. Betulot and Bulot would be sort of parallel to that. But the point is that if it's a Betula or an Arusa, there's no chance that she's pregnant, so what do you need the three months for? Low plug. He says differently. He says if they were married, then at least they can get betrothed within three months. Varusot, if they were only betrothed, the Inasu, they could get married within three months. Because again, there's no concern of Avchana, of who this kid's, the kid belongs to, because on one end or the other, she couldn't have gotten pregnant. Chutzme Arusash, Yudam Except as we know from Ketubot, the Minhagin Yuda, was once they got betrothed, they would sometimes be alone, and sometimes they would, um, as we say, jump the gun. So there, if they were in Arusa, we couldn't let her get married until three months. All women could have erusin, but not nisuin. It's not appropriate for an almana to have betrothal so quickly she should mourn for her husband. Rabbi Elazar lo alve midrasha. Rabbi Elazar one time didn't. So Rabbi Elazar went pedat didn't come to the bit midrash. Ashkechel Rabbi Asi davi koyim. He said found Rabbi Asi standing. Marley, my amor ben Yerasha. What did I miss today in the bit midrasha? Marley, hachi amor be Yochan or be Yochan and say halacha ker be Yosi. So we follow Rabbi Yosi. Michlal di yichida poligale. So that means it's Rabbi Yosi versus one individual. In v'atanya reishaita v'dufale lech leveita v'yoshaita la kaasal baala oshaya baala zaken ochole oshaita hi chola akaraz kenak tanava eluni v'sheina ruyali leid in any one of these cases where it's not possible she was pregnant she was always at her father's house or she and her husband had a fight or her husband was too old or sick or she was old or sick or she was an islandite or she was a minor and she can't have kids uh, she couldn't get pregnant or her husband was in was in prison or in captivity or let's say she had a miscarriage after her husband died mayor says they all have to wait three months that's the rule Meaning, even though practically there's no concern, concern. He says in situations like that, they can get married right away. So, Lamali, we already have the rule that Rabbi Yossi trumps Rabbi Meir. So, Maikusha, maybe, uh, Rav had to say, um, Rav had to correct it and, and, and say, sorry, Rabbi Yochanan had to say, Halacha here, Krabiosi, because I might have thought that even though it's Krabiosi versus Rameir, we are Choshes for Rameir's Gzerot. And the whole idea of waiting three months, even when it's impossible for the girl to have gotten pregnant during the time before, is a Gzerah, so perhaps we follow that. 
So that again doesn't prove it. You're allowed to go to their fairs, the non-Jews fairs, and buy animals from them, and shvachot, etc., houses, etc. And you're allowed to write documents that are in their legal system. Because you're saving from them. You're any, any opportunity you have to get, because they've taken so much. If you're, even if you're a Kohen, remember they made a, a, Gzerav, Tumat Eretz Ha'amim, back in the beginning of Shabbat, we read about it. Uh, even if you're a Kohen, you can go out in the Chutzlaritz in order to take them to court to get your stuff back. Similarly, you can go into a cemetery. Really a cemetery? That's the right there. A field where you know there's a grave somewhere that you don't know where. And you're allowed to go outside the Chutzlaritz in order to get married or to study Torah. Abiyuda said, that's when you can't, you don't have anybody to learn with in Israel. If they don't learn with in Israel, you don't have a right to leave. Even if you, uh, do have someone to learn with, you can still go out. Why? You can't learn with everybody. Maybe the best guy for you to study with is in Babel or is in New York or somewhere. So he went to Tzaydan to study Torah. Uh, this actually probably is Tzidon, because Chutzlaretz. Rabbi Yochanan again explicitly said, even though it's Rabbi Yossi versus Rabbi Yudah, and the rules should tell us that Rabbi Yossi anyways. So, that would seem to be a good proof that the rules really are not accurate, even according to Rabbi Yochanan, because otherwise he wouldn't have to say, Allah HaKor B'yosi. Abayit Starich, he defends it and says, you still need it. Maybe this rule and the whole hierarchy is in the Mishnah. That last statement was a Brayta, the only one of, of these sources. The Brayta, Emalo, Kamashvalan. So the answer is as follows. What Shashaya said was as follows. The rules are there. But the rules are not a matter of consensus. The Rav, Rav doesn't agree with them. That's what Mishashai was trying to say. Yes, the rules are there. And yes, Rabbi Yochanan has these rules only for the Mishnah, and only where there's no explicit ruling otherwise. Rav himself doesn't accept this whole system. Okay, we will pick it up and go back to the uh, formal study of uh, Eruvin, away from Hechot in the next podcast. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.